Welcome to the Ballsy Broadcast. I'm your host, Renee Sager. I help career-driven women, go-getters, and you self-proclaimed type A control freaks that I love, who've outgrown who they used to be, get clear on who they are and what they want now in their life and business. Each week, I will bring you the insights and individuals that will challenge your old ideas of who you think you should be, a dose of reality to get you out of overwhelm and into action, and ultimately move you into a bolder and ballsier version of yourself. If you are someone that appreciates raw and real conversation that actually moves the needle in your life and business, you found the right spot. Hello, hello. Welcome back. I don't know how this podcast is going to go because currently I am home by myself, well, with the dog about 10 feet away from me and about one foot away from me is Miles in a bassinet, which I am rocking. And there are construction workers on both sides of me (laughs) and the blinds are closed so Penny can't see them and hopefully does not bark. Miles cries every 20 minutes or so. So we're just going to see how this goes. Um, no, no promises. Sorry if you hear stuff in the background, but also not sorry at all because this is real life up in here. Um, but yes, you heard me right. Miles is finally home. Last night was our first night and it is very different. It's a very different feeling going from leaving your child at the hospital from 6 p.m. to 9 a.m. to now waking up at their every, everything, uh, was not a restful night, but this is parenting, right? (laughs) I guess this is what we're, this is what we're in for. No, David and I talked about it and, you know, we both just know that it's going to take some time to kind of get any kind of rhythm and figure things out. I mean, we're like trying to measure the bottles and get the temperature and there's just so many brand new things, uh, that I think we're both pretty, realistic on it's just going to be a rough few weeks for sure. Um, and then hopefully we kind of get the hang of some things, right? Like the bottle making and the breastfeeding and the chain, all of that. But he's home. That's good. Cause it kind of felt like we were just at a standstill going back and forth, you know, like the driving was so getting so annoying to me. I actually loved having him in the NICU, in the NICU. I mentioned this on an earlier podcast too. Uh, I wish every mom could have a week or two to just heal from the, everything that you just went through to have a child and then to have 24 seven care with trained professionals. I mean, come on, (laughs) it's like the best. Uh, and in fact, if I could just have them here, I would. Um, so there you have it. We're back. We're home. I hope this podcast goes smoothly. I just wrapped up my previous round of Ballsy Broads on Friday, so just a few days ago, and it was outstanding. I'll be sharing some testimonials, and I will probably be opening Ballsy Broads later in the year. You can always hop on my wait list. I keep my groups really small, so it's kind of first come, first served. If you are interested in that, hop on my website, put your name on the wait list, and you will be the first to know when I decide to run that group again. But it's probably going to be a few months. But if you go to my website, you read about it, or you hear me talking about it on here, and you're like, whoa, I want in on this, the best way that you can kind of secure your spot ahead of time is to put your name on that wait list, or you can message me directly and let me know what's going on. If you want to just for sure lock in a spot 
we can talk about that too. But there was something towards the end because I had everyone share their wins and what they were proud of and what they were working on and all of that stuff. And something that I heard come up a couple of times from a couple different people there and just throughout the group was, I should already know this. I should already know this. There was resistance to joining the group because a few of them had tons of mindset work and they they knew what they were doing. And so their own self was preventing them from getting help because they thought, I should already know this. I mean, one gal said, I've done business coaching. I've done mindset coaching. I've done Shumanic healers. I've done literally everything. I've learned so much. I should know this. But what she said was, this is different than everything else I've tried. And I think a big part of that that's different about my style of coaching, and this is something I noticed in all of the testimonials too, is it's like Renee's like a best friend, but also a drill sergeant, or she is super supportive and doesn't give a shit at the same time in a loving way. And that's true. And I'm really happy to read those testimonials and get that feedback because that's how I excel. That's how I grow and learn. That's the best way for me is like, yeah, I want to know that you have my back relentlessly, like die hard, but tell me the hard shit because nobody changes with someone always just like loving them and telling them they're doing great. We have to look at what's not going great. And that's, that's priceless to be like, you really want to change? This is what you need to let go of. And they were all like, that was really hard to hear, but guess what? They've made dramatic changes in our time together. However, going back to the, I should already know this. This is a major self-sabotage tendency because if you think about something that you're struggling with, so let's just use food for example. And maybe you're a coach yourself. Maybe you're a personal trainer yourself. Maybe you're a dietitian, or you've you know, taking classes on this or you've studied it and yet there you are binging your face off, obsessing about everything you eat, tracking everything, weighing and measuring everything. You feel insane, but you have all this knowledge and education and you're like, I should already know this. And that ego, which is what it is, keeps you from getting to where you want to be because you keep telling yourself, I should already know this. And I completely related to that statement when they said it because I am very independent as well. And these are independent women. They have businesses, they have careers, they have families, they've done some shit in their life. Like they're not just, they're they're not dumb. Like they're very motivated, outgoing people that know what they're doing. It isn't really information though that you're necessarily lacking. And that's the case for these women is they're they're absolutely right. They should know this. And they're also missing the fact that they're not getting what they want. So when you're not getting what you want, even if you have a ton of information, I don't care if you have a PhD in psychology or whatever the highest thing is, and you're still struggling, that is an indicator that maybe you don't know everything or maybe you need to look at something else 
See, we often want to go directly to the source. Like if your food sucks, you're like, bam, I'm going to go right to my food. I'm going to fix my food. If you keep ruining all of your relationships, it might be, oh my gosh, I keep, you know, all of these guys are terrible because blah, blah, blah. Instead of why am I picking these guys? Why am I still binging? What's going on that I keep repeating that isn't allowing me to move forward? So it's not really lack of information. It's more so looking at what you're already thinking and believing. So for example, one woman that I had in this group kept telling me all these stories. Oh my gosh. It was our very first, it was just a one-on-one call before we even started. It was back in December. And she talks about this one-on-one call constantly because it was that much of a just mind blower for her that it's been, she's been sticking with that for months. But she got on the call and she's telling me how everything's so complicated, her relationship, her career, how she wants to live, how she wants to be, all of it. And I was like, nothing that you have just said to me is complicated. But see, she thought it was complicated. So what did she do? She went out and hired all the business coaches. She went out and got Shimana Keeling. She went out and got new branding. She went out and got new. No, the problem was it's so complicated. Nothing she was telling me, like when I heard it, I was like, that's easy, done. I've already solved it. What's next? And that's exactly what we did on this call. She was getting more and more and more information because she really thought I must be missing something. Obviously, I'm not getting what I want. No, I was in that just like downward spiral for several years too. hiring everyone, buying all the courses, buying, getting all the workshops, so many books, so many books that I have on my shelf that I've never even opened because I was like, this is the thing that's going to save me. Nope. It's not necessarily more information that you need. It's what you already have in your brain and shifting that, right? I see women all of the time think, I just need a new food plan. I just need to know what I need to eat. Just tell me what I need to eat. And they'll Google and they'll buy this and they'll start a new, you know, whatever, Weight Watchers or whatever. And it's like, really? You don't think you already know what to eat? But that's a normal reaction, right? When you're not getting what you want, when things suck, when things are hard, your normal reaction is to reach to something to solve it. But all that does typically is add more guilt and anxiety because either it's just one more thing that you can't do or it's one more thing that you buy and you don't do. You shouldn't already know if it's not working. There is definitely something you're missing, but what it most always comes back to is your own relationship with yourself. And nobody really wants to hear that. It's a lot easier to just buy the 30-day thing or the, you know, one-time 997 course or ebook or whatever and you're like, "Yes, here we go." you know, like quick and dirty. I'm ready to get over this right on. Let's go. And that is not what you need. And that's exactly what these women went through this group and experienced as well. 
But they thought they should already know. And that prevented one in particular from ever reaching out to me because her own pride and ego were getting in the way because she thought, you know, if you look at where I've been certified, if you look at how much studying I've done on this, there's no reason I shouldn't be able to do this alone. I should be able to do this alone. I should already know. Oh my gosh. I wish I could see a show of hands if you've ever thought that. I don't need any help. I can do it on my own. I should already know this. Just like guilt and shame over and over and over and over. And ultimately never moves you in the direction that you want to be. This is where we kind of do have to swallow our pride and be like, yeah, I should know it and I don't. So help me and, and show up completely open. And it is a humbling damn experience. It is so humbling. Same thing. You know, this could happen too if you ever have a boss that's younger than you where you're like, okay, little miss, <laughs> take a seat. I got this. But the truth is, they may know something that you don't know. They may be willing to show you something that you haven't thought of. And also, let's talk about I should be able to do this alone. Holy smokes, that's probably one of the most common things that I hear from grown-ass independent women is that I should be able to do it alone. And the, the truth is, I think probably old, eventually, someday, you can't do it on your own. But every group that I run, one of the top two favorite things of the groups, Hungry Broads or Ballsy Broads, is getting to hear other women share their struggles. Think about any endeavor that we take on. Marriage, relationships, uh, training for an event, going to school, uh, a birthday party, uh, just any personal goal. We need community. We need other people that get it and that are firing on kind of a similar wavelength. Always. We think we should do it alone because why? I don't know. Because if you're like me, you grew up and you're like, wow, you're so independent. I'm, I'm, I can't believe you did that all by yourself. And it was just this huge achievement. And so I kind of hung my own self-worth on the fact that I could do everything by myself. And in fact, I used to look at people that asked other people for help. And I genuinely thought, wow, she is so pathetic. She's so weak. They're, they're, I'm thinking of one person in particular who I'm not going to name because I'm still friends with her. <laughs> but oh my gosh, this woman... I need help moving on Thursday. Can someone help me with this? I need help getting that. Does anyone have this that I can borrow? And I mean, she kind of got, she kind of did it a lot. But every single time I heard her ask that, I was just like, good God, figure it out by yourself. That was my initial thought. So of course, I would never ask for help or admit I was struggling. If that's my reaction to someone else doing it, there is no way that I am ever going to do that by myself, right? Or um, for myself. 
I would rather, I'll be like missing limbs before I'm like, you know what? Okay. Maybe I could use a hand literally because mine is gone. But you know, what I did instead was I ate. I didn't call a friend. I didn't ask for help. I didn't take a day off. No, because I should know this and I got it by myself. I don't need anybody's help. So instead of asking for help or anything, I would just eat. That was it. And I remember binging in my bedroom with the door locked, hoping no one heard the crinkling of the bags. You know what? I think normal people call somebody when they feel this way. So this kind of goes back to what I was saying of how I should already know this. I was thinking I should already, I shouldn't be binging. I know a ton about this. I should already know this. It wasn't necessarily that I needed more information. It was that I needed to, I hate this saying because it's so cheesy, but I needed to get out of my own way. I needed to swallow my pride for a minute and get some help. And ultimately, that is what I did. Ultimately, it was that thing that completely changed my life, my business, my relationship with food, my relationship with everyone. I don't really know where this idea that we shouldn't need help comes from. I don't know where it comes from you. I'm sure we all have our own individual stories. But what if that weren't one of your thoughts? What if instead you thought, I get to my result five times faster when I have someone's help? When I have someone's help, This doesn't mean anything about my ability. It means I know what I need and I'm willing to go to any length to get it. And that was kind of what I got to was I was like, okay, yeah, I should know this and it's not working. So I'm just going to check my ego, chill out for a minute. When someone gives me suggestions, take them. Then that was a hard pill for me to swallow. And that was the thing that again started changing everything. How different would your life look? How different would you live? What decisions would you be making if you completely threw away the thought of, I should already know this? What would you do instead? Who would you be talking to? Where would you be going? Who would you be getting support from? What actions would you be taking? What would you be doing if you just stopped with that thought? Same thing with, I just, I should do this by myself. I don't need any help. If I get help, I'm weak. If I get, if I get help, I'm pathetic. I should be able to do this by myself. And, and shifted that with, again, when I get help, I get to my result five times faster. So sign me up. That's exactly what I want. And that is what these women in Ballsy Broads have done. Is we check all that stuff at the door. Because those are the things of you getting in your own way. 
And when you come in with an open mind and a willingness to like buckle down and learn, your life can completely change. These thoughts are toxic. I always envision them being like you're being tied to the back of a horse and drug through the desert. <laughs> and the, the rope that you're hanging on to is, I should already know this. I should be able to do this by myself. Like either one, maybe both. Maybe you have two hands, one in each hand. And we just let them go. And you're like, oh, this is so much better. I no longer like bleeding and getting my head banged on rocks and eating cactus. I just get to sit here now and do something different because I'm not living in a constant state of panic and fear. And those thoughts, I should already know this. I should be able to do this by myself. Just think about how terrible do they feel when you think them. I get anxiety. I I do. I like I feel it in my chest. We're dropping these old behaviors because when we keep doing the same thing, even if it feels right, which it will, doing it by yourself, thinking you should already know, putting more pressure on yourself, that is what you normally naturally want to gravitate to. And your work is to actively decide I have to do this every time I sign up with a coach. (laughs) I am not a very coachable person because I'm very stubborn. Oh, I'm so stubborn. And so I have to, every time before I go into a call or a group, I'm paying for this. I'm going to go in and I'm going to learn something. I don't know everything. I'm going to see what they have to say. I'm going to take their suggestions. Maybe I don't know. What I have isn't working. What I have isn't really what I want. So maybe, just maybe, they know something that I don't. It doesn't mean I'm dumb. It doesn't mean I'm an idiot. It doesn't mean I can't do other things by myself. But in this area or category, I do need some help. And I have to check myself constantly. And this is where the actively deciding comes into. There's this belief, I think, that you sh- it should be easy. You're like, okay, I'm just going to, now that I know I, I don't have to do it by myself, and now that I know I, I shouldn't know, it's just going to be easy. That is never how it is in the beginning. You're going to have that thought of, oh my God, this is so stupid. If anyone knew I needed help for this, they would be like, they would never look at me the same way. No. Your job is when that pops up of, okay, yeah, I'm getting help because I need it. You know, ultimately with that woman that I said I got kind of annoyed by, as I shifted, as I got out of my binge eating and drinking and all the things that I hated, my perspective of her shifted. I started looking at her with admiration, like, whoa, She just asks for help and doesn't seem to care how many people know. She just does it. She's just like, I need help. Please help me. And she doesn't care. Man, what a relief that would be. You know, I used to think this too about women eating pizza. (laughs) There's so many people that are like, I can't eat this in front of other people. And I look so fat. You can see my rolls. 
I look at those people and I'm like, damn, she gives me such a sense of safety, of hope, of acceptance, everything. Because she's just showing up as she is. And then, you know, for many of us, if we're in that larger body, eating pizza, not doing what we think we, quote, should be doing, you're in your head beating yourself up thinking, oh, my God, I bet she thinks I'm a fat whale and that I should eat broccoli. But really, she's like, oh, okay, I want to be around her. I want to learn from her. I want to know what she's doing because I would love to just show up and wear that and eat that and not give a single flying F. Sign me up. So do not let the thought, I should already know. I should, I should do this by myself. I shouldn't need help. Do not let that stop you. Unless you don't want to make progress. <laughs> and listen, sometimes it takes us a real long time to get into a place of willingness and acceptance. Okay, as one stubborn person to the other, I understand. But when we can drop these old thoughts, that is when you start seeing growth. That is when my ballsy broads show up to calls and they're saying things like, I've wanted to change my work schedule forever. And I finally got it. I've wanted to wear this thing forever and I'm finally wearing it. Or I'm, I got a, I'm in a new relationship because I stopped, you know, shitting on myself constantly because they dropped these toxic thoughts. All right, my friends, that's all I have for you today. We made it through 25 minutes. The dog is good. The baby is good. It's a miracle. All right. Thanks for being here. I'll talk to you next week. Hey, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. If you liked what you heard today and you're wondering how we can work together and the different offerings I have, be sure to visit reneesager.com to learn more. And in the meantime, stay ballsy.